Good morning, BHA. So, good evening, everyone. Well, morning, if you're listening to us in the morning. Welcome to the latest and most recent edition of Good Morning BHA, where we talk about all things barbershop in Australia. And if you're listening to this today, happy Barbershop Quartet Day. Happy Barbershop Quartet Day. Woo. That's today. So, Ash, Ash Schofield. <laughs> yes, that's why, me. Why is Richard the 11th Reeve. of April... Um, National Barbershop Quartet Day. What? I missed the question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Why is the 11th of April National Barbershop Quartet Day? Um, I'm gonna, you're going to kill me if I get it wrong, and I'm going to have to edit yeah, it I out. I will kill you. I will literally kill you. <laughs> but did something happen in 1938 back in Correct. On, on this day? Is that as much information as you heard? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to take the bat on and go from there? That was the first meeting of uh, the the beginning of the Barbershop Harmony Society, if you correct. That way. So there was the meeting. So um, so Rupert <clears throat> Hall and O. C. Cash um, had met up, had been um, business acquaintances, and had met up previously in in a hotel as in their business travels, and said, uh, "I miss barbershop quartetting because in you know some years earlier, in especially in the early to early." 20th century and into the teens mm-hmm. and into the 20s, barbershop quartets were just almost everywhere, um, um, especially in, in America, obviously. Australia was much more British back then. Mm. Um, but by 1938, through the 30s, the barbershop quartet, basically tastes and culture kind of moved on. And by 1938, people were still quartetting, but it was much, much lower profile than it had been, say, 10 to 15 years earlier. And so Rupert Hall and O.C. Cash just sort of ran into each other in the business travels and said, you know, I miss quartetting. And they went, why don't we put a word out and say, gather, you know, in a, in a, in a week's time to sing some good old barbershop quartets. And, and so their gathering, as you say, was on uh, April the 11th on the rooftop. rooftop. And, um, and uh, that, that began, there was the seed that was planted that became uh, what is now the Barbershop Harmony Society. And 12 months later, so in, in 1939, was um, the first convention, which has occurred every year since, and we now know as go. international. So, yeah. Wow. You sound, you're you're so knowledgeable. You should teach like it's a history class. Like, <laughs> it's almost like a history class. <laughs> it just rolled off the tongue there. That was just, it mm. was all ready mm. to go. I love it. This is what I prepared earlier, yeah. <laughs> Um, but that's yeah, that is exciting, isn't it? Like, you know, it's it's barbershop's birthday, kind of. Yeah. Well, not, you know, not officially, you know, it's our it's our society's birthday kind of thing. Yeah. Well, uh, w- better put, yes, yeah. because of course, without getting um, stuck in the mud of the history class, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yes, barbershop as a genre had been around for for a, a, about a hundred years before that, and so had its real heyday in the late nineteenth and early twentieth century. That's cool. So, um, um, you know, many people will have heard of um, the minstrel shows. Um, they were popular in America in the mid eighteen um, hundreds. Most of those had a barbershop quartet. Um, and vaudeville is infamous, of course, which musical theatre kind of grew out of, mm-hmm. um, or grew from, I guess. Um, <laughs> and uh, many or most vaudeville um, uh, um, shows had a barbershop quartet. So, um, yeah, the, the quartet was was quite quite core cool to American culture for um, for the best part of a hundred years. So. Anyway, um, be that as it may, uh, happy uh, Quartet uh, Day, everyone. And even Yay. if you're listening in the future, you can look back romantically and wonder <laughs> what you were doing on April the 11th. Yeah. Yes. Perhaps you're listening to this next year. Who knows? <laughs> if you're listening to it on April tw- April 11th, 2020, <laughs> happy Barbershop Quartet Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, uh, now that we've made excellent use of a number of minutes of the first <laughs> part of our podcast, yes. Ash Schofield, um, That's me. We, have, we of course have um, regionals, BHA regionals beginning this weekend with yes. Eastern Region in Sydney and Western Region in Poif. Poif. So, that's excitement. That's where I am, Perth. That's my, oh, wait, that's my regional. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I better get organised. <laughs> Ours, uh, the Western region this year is a bit different. Like we're we're combining, or we're running it inside of uh, Coral Fest. There's a big, big uh, 
Coral Festival. That's what Coral okay. Fest stands for. Nice. Um, You're going snorkeling. <laughs> dang it. That's what people. That's what other people have been saying. Oh, what's that about? I'm just like singing. And like, co- but coral. Oh, the coral. other co- coral. Oh. Coral. Oh. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be a pretty cool thing. There's like, there's, we're down in Fremantle and there's just going to be choirs for like Free four eight. days taking over the city of Fremantle, which is... So it's a bit of a festival. Yes. A bit like the BHA festival hey, in Hobart this year. But yeah. There's going to be some cool stuff. I've been talking to Dan Milgate about um, what's happening later in the year. That's going to be, it's going to be cool. But yeah, back to regionals. So a, a key or the key reason that Western Region shows this the weekend, this coming weekend, is because of this existing choral festival. That is correct. Well, it's yeah, cool. and, it, and it's a travelling thing. So it's this is the I think I'm not sure on the all the history and everything, but it hasn't been. I don't think it's been in Perth before. I'm sure or, of my history. Why don't you get sure of your history? I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure of my history and other things like what I've done the last week. No, nice. I'm good at that. Um, Nailed it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's it's one of those. Yeah, it's kind of like our BHA um, convention festival now that you know goes around different cities. Um, yeah, and so some of our guys got involved in um, some of our barbershop guys were involved in getting it, um, organising it, and then they well, let's let's put our barbershop Western Region in in the mix and get get some fresh eyes on it. So some barbershoppers are core have been core of organising the broader Coral Fest. Yeah, that is correct. Okay, cool. Okay, and the, the, are you saying this festival um, it, is it an annual thing? And and in the last few years, it's been in different cities. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Ah, that's think, your understanding. I think, I think yeah. that, that's right. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm hearing a definite maybe from you. Anchor um, Anchor Coral Fest A N C A. Um, that's Jonathan Bly would know what that is. Yep, uh, Australian National Coral Association. That sounds right. Yes, I'm showing my ignorance I'm gonna, here. I'm, I'm going to commit to that being my <laughs> penciled-in answer. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we have Western Region and Eastern Region coming up. So then, in two weeks, we've got Victorian Region and Sunshine. That's Queensland Region on the 27th of April. Sunshine Region is in Toowoomba this year. Some of the finest people I know come from Toowoomba. And then the following weekend on May 4 is Tassie and Central Regions. So Central is Adelaide. And, uh, and Tassie will com- um, coincide or combine with the video entries for those people who can't physically make a regional, which is a good idea to make, make, give every opportunity for people to be included um, rather than uh, if you can't make a regional, then too bad, you're out. Yeah. So um, I, six I love regions that. over four weeks. Yeah. Um, that almost could have happened for uh, the Electric Barbicats this weekend because uh, unfortunately yeah, right. Eddie Klimowitz was suddenly became unavailable to um, come over and judge in Western Region. Um, and all the other judges were either busy or otherwise committed. Exactly, yeah. And um, Dan and I are in Perth. And yeah, so we it was brought to our attention that maybe we could do a video entry. How, however, Dan is actually judging in Tassie so he would be judging himself <laughs> on video <laughs> so it all became a bit like Ugh. you have two options you can either judge yourself in western region or judge yourself by video which would you like <laughs> yeah, to do yeah so <laughs> we just need a mirror and uh, um so quite an extraordinary case of how it's all working is that uh uh so the barber cats uh, we're gonna sing first and our our set is either going to be videoed or streamed to I think it's I think it's still going to be Eddie over in Queensland yeah that's perhaps. my understanding yeah. Um, Eduardo yeah yep. and uh, he's going to judge that and give us like do an eval and everything and then uh, Dan is going to judge from Quartet 2 onwards there you so a bit crazy bit like uh, yeah a bit weird but you know we do what we need we do what we need to do to get get all the show on the road That'll be a short email from Eddie. Just man, that guys, that was just amazing. I'm, I'm just not sure how you can improve on that. <laughs> Let's hope so. That'll be nice. That'll be quick. Yeah, one hundred. But yeah, so that's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be weird, but yeah, it's good that um, that we still get to have our like to do a proper contest. You know, 
run up and we don't have and to do a weird video entry and stuff that's great and i think um a couple of things firstly it, it's it's good to be flexible and use common sense yep. rather than silly things like cancelling competitions and stuff because one of the judges suddenly becomes unavailable uh, sort of an extreme you know a knee-jerk reaction um also i i think um that um ian mulholland and alex morris have managed and mentored the judging program in australia very well such that uh, while you know we're constantly making improvements i think the judges in australasia are quite well regarded and rightfully so i think yep. you know everyone in the program is is a committed barbershopper and and judges um objectively and and i think basically that's um again yeah, acknowledged in the com in the barbershop community which um which allows this sort of flexibility where people don't think it's um you know people playing silly buggers they yep. just recognize that you've got to sometimes roll with with punches and uh, and, and and do what you can do mm. i remember it was either last year or the year before it may have been pan packs in sydney where blindside was had a logistical limitation they couldn't get into town in time but rather than scratching them and not allowing them to to compete yep. i think i think they were allowed to compete last or something yeah, and so to these the end and yeah. yeah these sorts of things yeah do whatever you can reasonably to allow everyone to be involved rather than um you know cut off our nose to spite our face exactly. so some yeah just some common sense being shown which is um not that common as people say yes yeah. so so um yeah that's good so six regions over the next uh, four weeks and um just a reminder for maybe our um first time split Alliance listeners um regionals in the blokes organization um means a state-based competition yeah. um for us so then we qualify for our national competition whereas regionals for the ladies um ash coincides with is it is it this coming saturday is it does it coincide with no it's in uh, western May. region mid-may yeah. does it coincide for some reason we can't does it's mid-may what is it the 11th or 18th or something is it yes yeah i think it might even be the 18th ish yeah okay okay so anyway the regionals for the sweat out alliance um because um australia is officially a region of sweat adelines international um regionals for the sweat ads is the equivalent of nationals for the blokes so yeah. regionals is always an ambiguous term in <laughs> yeah. uh, in, in australia in berber shop <laughs> well yeah so um so some some new players uh, we've got um last year we'll correct me if i'm wrong was the first year for the barber cats yeah yep that's correct yes so Barbercats back for the but, uh, for their first return season, yeah. And uh, and Wild Card is a new quartet this year. That's exciting. Wild Card, Wild Card. Yeah. I got um, to see them on yeah, Monday you, you night know, at rehearsal. That was you're, fun. You're obliged to say that like um, um, Roadhouse, the uh, Patrick Swayze movie. <laughs> Wild Card. <laughs> that's how you pronounce it. Um, so that's Adrian Gimple yeah. of uh, Alliance and TLA fame, uh, who, uh, despite being <laughs> one of Australia's best leads, arguably Australia's best lead, um, you're also arguably Australia's best lead, Ash Caulfield. Um, Adrian Gimple began his his life as a tenor, so barbershop tenor. There you go. Yeah. That's, he, ans he answered an ad who were looking for a tenor, so he started his barbershop quartet days as a tenor. Um, and he's so back Stephen, there. Yeah, yeah, back to back, back, to back once more to the point of no return, <laughs> as uh, Midnight Oil would say. Um, and Stefan Pugliese, um, uh, I, I was told at, uh, he announced at Harmony College last year, Harmony Academy last year, how he pronounces it, but I forget. Um, he's on lead. <laughs> um, multiple national gold medalist with lock out Correct. and he is now in uh, in lead he's an excellent musician um ali jamison uh former national champion bass with lockout he is on baritone he's finally seen the light the intelligent part <laughs> is on baritone <laughs> and um and angus from the grand angus fame uh, international um collegiate competitors um mm -hmm. he's uh he's on bass he's got a beautiful bass voice so certainly one to watch exciting for them to see them come through um it's just not another... yeah, they're fun just four you know very experienced performers and very all four very musical people it's just nice to you know you know you see them coming up you're like well i'm just gonna enjoy this and see you know what's gonna happen absolutely yeah. absolutely 
not, not only that, uh, um, but also, um, so Adrian normally Lee going to tenor, so so kind of newish after a ten years kind of thing for him, <laughs> yep. or more, 12, 13 probably, um, uh, and the two of the others are trying different parts for the first yeah. time, Stefan, Stefan and Ellie. So it's, it's it. quite exciting, yeah, exciting to see what they the, the musicianship they bring. Mm. Um, any word on custom arrangements? Has um, has Stefan done anything for them? Or no, they're just um, because the, this year's just sort of get it together. Um, yeah. Because Ali has just had a Ali and Mel have just had a baby a few weeks ago. Hooray! So Congratulations that, to that, Ali and Mel. Yeah, that's the main thing on, on their your mind. Couplets. <laughs> just a single single girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they yeah, so they they're just. Um, and Angus has a really busy job at the moment, and he's he's spending a lot of time working hard as our the VE base section leader. Um, and Adrian has also been chock a block busy, um, and he's music team leader for VE. So he, yeah, it's just and then Stefan, I don't know, he just chills out. He's got all the time <laughs> in the world. <laughs> but um, why don't you do more, Stefan? Why are you so slack? Um, yeah, so that yeah, they're just getting it together, put something out there that I think they'll. They'll just use this as a as, as a an establishing year, I guess, just to get it together and see how they go. Um, and lucky for us, I think it'll be pretty nice. But um, awesome, yeah, very excitement. And you got a bunch of returners, resonances, and various yep. others from Western Region. Resonances so have a new tenor because okay. tenor Sam, who was in VE, has moved to Queensland, I believe. And they've got mm-hmm. a guy, uh, Matt Chung, from the Baden Street Singers on tenor. Mm-hmm. And cool. you're going to enjoy his tenor. That's, uh, yeah, he's lively. It's a good time. <laughs> nice. Good times, good times. Um, in um, Sunshine Region news, there's, uh, an, there's a new kid off the block, um, although of experienced singers. Um, so you've got Dan Beckett on tenor uh, in, in a new quartet called The Collective, uh, yes. um, just formed in Very recent sad. months. Um, so Dan, of course, is a um, multiple national champion um, with uh, Southern Cross Quartet in 99 and 2001, as well as numerous other medalist quartets since then. Um, uh, you've got uh, Luke from um, uh, Melbourne and um, Alex Morris's previous quartet um, that represented Australia at, uh, at International. Um, you've got um, uh, Kelly Shepherd on bass, he sang baritone with international bronze medalist um, uh, Metropolis. Metropolis, yes. I was thinking nightlife, nightlife. No. Um, Metropolis. So they yeah. they were multiple international <laughs> that, bronze medalists. That other comedy quartet, nightlife. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly a quartet people laughed at. Anyway, um, oh. Oh! Oh! Uh, <laughs> shots fired. Uh, and uh, Andrew Housen, um, one of Australia's foremost barbershop educators and 2007 national champion with um, uh, Fast Forward oh, good in Sydney. That was nice. You pulled that out of the... Uh, bam, you knew that one. Quick. Can't re- don't know why I, you would remember I, that I specifically. I knew that. It's burnt, burned <laughs> into my memory. That's right. Um, but anyone who wonders why I can look up yep. the records. Cryptic. Um, Cryptic. So, um, yeah, so that's... Uh, and I, I was lucky enough to here there i think debut performance public performance just a few weeks ago at a, a, a social um quartet uh um performance and and um concert basically they're organized by um, brisbane city sounds with the lines chorus um, oh hey they've, they've got a bit of uh, custom stuff by luke is that right maybe yeah so luke um has has arranged at least one of their songs um and uh Feed the Birds from Mary Poppins. There That's um, pretty cool. Yeah, beautiful um, material to work with. Awesome. And uh, yeah, definitely one to watch. Um, so, um, and a bunch of others. So, uh, of course, with um, with Blindside having sat out for Pan Pac's BHA contest, but competed in the Pan Pacific contest and won that, they then came back last year and won the competition uh, in Radelaide, and so that's they're they're out of the cycle this year. Um, so, mm. uh, but I, I, what do you know their uh, involvement? I, I think Barbercats, you're hosting the 
Are you hosting the John Little Show? You're hosting something, aren't you? There's um, there's a bunch of things that are going on in Hobart. Like a like it's a festival. Doing, yeah, they're doing the like a pub choir thing, and then there's a like a taste of. Oh, that's what you're hosting. Show. Like yeah. Alex is running it at a barbecue yeah. kind of assisting. Yeah, yeah. But I think uh, I'm pretty sure Blindside will be there doing the gold medal duties, which is cool. Cool. Doing the thing. Yeah. Um, so we're 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 not deliberately just talking about Perth and Queensland um, quartets. Um, it's just that's where we live, and that's kind of who we know. <laughs> there are other quartets. There are definitely there other, other quartets. So you've got, um, but we just don't know as much information about them. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you got a bunch of others. So, you, um, um, notwithstanding Jonathan Bly, tenor of Catalyst, his um, uh, current being current residing in uh, North America, doing some postgraduate music studies. There, there is a possibility that he will be back in Straya and oh, yeah. um, and recompete with the 2018 third place bronze medalist Poster Boys from Excellent. Adelaide. So that's a possibility. Watch this space, all to be all to be confirmed, of course. Mm. Um, but Adelaide uh, has a very strong um, uh, pool now of barber shoppers. Yeah. It always throws up some very strong quartets. Um, obviously. Um, so Helix from uh, which is Rob Sequeira um, in uh, and also Gareth Hearn uh, in uh, Sydney. So they're they're always um, uh, strong. They'll be back uh, yeah. back this year. So um, this with a couple of so, like Vox Canvas guys, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yes. 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 So Tav on bass. That's it. And I think Ricky on tenor. Mm-hmm. That's my understanding cool. of, of that quartet. Um, but uh, yeah, so plenty of uh, plenty of others. But um, and that's the good thing about regionals is you can uh, you can throw together quartets, and it is an opportunity for um, for people to to trial new quartets, and uh, and um, a bunch of them will will make it through to uh, to nationals yeah. in Hobart. In uh, in uh, let me just consult my calendar here. <laughs> um, the weekend of uh, yeah. September twenty one. There you go. Yeah. So that's the that's the nationals. So, uh, so that's part one, pretty much, of our um, of our podcast. The other, the other one we wanted to discuss today, that's sort of been on the shelf for a while, is um, the the whole concept of music directorship. Yeah. Um, uh, because, of course, I, um, having been a, a member of um, the VE executive for um, the best part of a decade, and then stepping up to be music director of the Clippers for a couple of years, suddenly mm-hmm. got the the different perspective. Uh, and and now, of course, um, Ash Schofield, being a barbershop leader for over a decade, non music director as uh, as of this year. So, but what basically yeah. three to three to four months you've been yeah, MD four, of VE. four days away from three months. Gosh, excitement! <laughs> so yeah, we'd just like now to chat for a while about our yeah our observations, particularly moving from um, people who've been active in barbershop leadership, supporting um, MDs to being an MD. Uh, yeah. I, I remember um, as whether it be music VP or or, or other um, positions of of. of um, roles of responsibility on management committees we would always always refer to the md as um being responsible for the musical product and in a in a uh, collaborative and constructive way holding the md to account of how you going you know delivering on that commitment so when i had my first full meeting uh with the clippers as i wasn't referring to someone else but my but myself as the person <laughs> responsible for the musical product which was quite a yeah. quite a surreal quite a surreal experience so um so kick us off uh, professor schofield um so briefly um the um uh, ve had um had back of course for a year as nd and then yep. that finished up so, sort of towards the end of last year and you um, advertised, I think, and a, a bunch of people were considered, and you were successful for the role. Um, so tell us about y- your transition from being a long-term VE member, um, only a member, to to taking <laughs> over the reins and being responsible. It, it's uh yeah, it was um, it's a big step. And when they, when Carl gave me the call to say that they wanted to go ahead with me, I was like very, I was excited and scared <laughs> and I was like oh this is awesome but I didn't ever think that that would be me out there I've mm. always thought I'd just be the reality for hits. someone you know yeah. yeah and I'm like yeah. oh no 
this, ah, what, oh, what am I going to do? Um, but yeah, it, it it's so it's so strange because every week something else hits me about the job, where mm. I'm like, ah, this is this is my decision to make, and I, mm-hmm. it, yep, you know, and I've just got to go with what I think is the best, and people will say mostly say, cool, let's do that. <laughs> not rather, you know, no one, you know, it, whereas in, like in a quartet, you, you've kind of got four voices um, going, oh, yeah, yeah, that works, or maybe this or whatever, but... Oh, yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's even more, um, you get to make the more, more decision with more people, which is kind mm. of weird. Uh, and But I'm getting, I'm kind of getting, starting to get used to it and, being, and understanding the... Uh, the gravity of decisions and and knowing when it's okay to be like oh yeah that's that that's good enough kind of thing or um mm-hmm. you know so it's so easy to get bogged down in details of things and it's like wait a minute we're still just want to sing and have some fun here um mm-hmm. so yeah so all the things i've always thought while standing there getting frustrated with a director or something and all that and I'm like all of those go through my head every second of every <laughs> every <laughs> time every week in front of the chorus so it's like oh it's, boy yeah. <laughs> that's one of the things that, that occurred to me when I um, soon after I returned to Brisbane um, in November 14 um, I visit I was still um, AMS uh, membership VP at the time and so in early 15, I visited the Clippers and other choruses, but I visited the Clippers more sort of socially and partially with my, my membership VP hat on. And uh, to cut a long story short, it um, the, it was sort of floated at the time that I, you know, um, be appointed as the Clippers MD and we had discussions and one thing led to another. But the point is, um, uh, initially... Um, you know, I was I was reluctant, but then I thought, with the opportunity there, as you were saying, Ash, you know, with so many years on the rises, I I really had quite a firm my own take and perspective on the role of an MD and and mm-hmm. and the strengths and weaknesses, and you know, I'd seen multiple MDs and I'd seen excellent components of it, and I'd seen you know behaviours from various MDs around Australia and around the world where I've gone, you know, I I would do things differently to that. So I, I kind of, one of the things at the end for me was, this is unexpected, but this is my opportunity to actually put that theory to the test. I had a yep. you know reasonably firm philosophy, I guess, or idea in my own head about what the role of an MD is. I know, you know, I know it's laid out in black and white in, you know, in, in BHS um, music director manual, but you bring your own philosophy to it yeah. and your own way of behavior and... Um, so I thought, yeah, this is my my chance to put that to the test and and uh, and and give it a role, which was um, quite an exciting quite exciting thing to do. What's tell me about tell us about your um uh your, the team you've got around you because it's just so no, it's so critical. Oh yeah, um, so we've got um, so Adrian is the is uh, my music team leader, and that's like so it's a real blessing because I know that. What well, he's just new is he this year? He's got no barbershop <laughs> experience. It's more it's a little bit, uh, but he's also just very personable. And I know that if I if I'm like, hey Adrian, let's have a chat, we can work through some stuff, and I can say almost anything I want to him, and he'll bring me around, and we can work out how the heck we're going to do this thing. Um, and then I've got kind of sorry mate just before you go on a couple of things about adrian that you alluded to but i just mm. wanted to build on those just so critical um uh to um uh, to have a you know a, a strong um music pp here on, on your own side um my, mine laurie uh w- was was excellent sort of had a had a um department of education sort oh, of cool. senior bureaucracy background yep. so he knew about teaching he knew about bureaucracy he knew about responsibility he knew about communication all those you know he knew about planning all those things so he really brought he knew about yeah sort of politics and diplomacy and relationships yeah. and all those things so it was actually really valuable to have him as a sounding board and 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 you know for him to bring ideas and feedback to me and vice versa um but uh, but as far as adrian's concerned not only has he got a long barbershop history but also He's been a music director himself. Yep. You know, many people may not know that, but for for a good 
two or three or four years. He was music director of Men in Harmony in yeah. uh, in Perth, so he knows he's lived it. He knows what it's like to be up front and be responsible. And but as you say, arguably most importantly, he's not only got the life experience, but he's just the sort of human being who um, who is. Uh, uh, deliberate, empathetic, Mm -hmm. um, has good emotional intelligence. Um, He's neither a pushover nor um, is going to lose his temper. Like he's just a good balance of things. Uh, He's got got boundaries. Um, He's going to hold you to account, but he's going to do it in a very constructive, collaborative way. Like he's a solutions-focused person. I remember one time um, years ago when um i was in one position may have been i may have been vp music myself anyway i was something on the executive with ve and (laughs) there was something i hadn't delivered and and adrian it's his first things it was okay well how can we help you here like deliver that and that's just an invaluable perspective rather than someone going oh you haven't done this yep. and yeah this is a problem and why did you do this oh seriously yeah so he's <laughs> he's he'll hold you to account but he's in your corner to help you deliver yeah yeah that's oh, it's so helpful apart um, from that i have no strong feelings <laughs> um the and then i've got nick as my uh assistant musical director nice. uh, nick sherman um and he's you've got some complimentary skills haven't oh, you man. nick is more of a music reader yeah, um, <laughs> that's putting it lightly. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, Nick is very... He's got real solid opinions on things and is not afraid to give you a stink, the stink look of, like, when you have a dumb idea. And you've, so you know... <laughs> so looks at you, no, that's yeah, not going to work, like, man. What? Um, so <laughs> you know you've got to come in with a... Like, if you know that you've got an interesting idea, you've got to... You, you know you have to be able to back it up kind of thing um mm. so that's 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 good that's really helpful as hard yeah. as it is like as hard as it can be like making sure that brings out brings out the best in you exactly yeah, yeah. um and then we've got i mentioned earlier we've got angus on the base at the base section he's just super musical and cares so much or nice. maybe too much sometimes <laughs> uh, <laughs> if there's one problem i have it's that i care too much <laughs> yeah currently we're talking about like the level of feedback he's giving in like a riser tape situation and mm-hmm. it's like oh man i think it's too much <laughs> i think you yeah. i think you can't, you're giving too much of your time and everything like, it's like yeah it's a, that's fun um yeah we've got bill bill nickel in lead um just a, who used to be uh, a newbie yeah that was 10 plus years ago yeah. <laughs> and it was there was just it was not it was such a no-brainer of like who i wanted in that role because he, he's been treasurer for almost as long as he's been in the chorus <laughs> and I just think about 103 years is that <laughs> yeah, right about that, yeah but he's been one of the more consistent people at rehearsals unless he's away for work um he's got a good attitude bill oh, massive yeah you can't buy that yeah and um yeah he's just you know he's very approachable and he'll admit mm-hmm. that he's not the best singer but mm-hmm. that's not what i need in a section leader i need someone who is approachable to their section and can be on their level and talk about things and um a key point for people out there who uh, have some involvement in music teams is you don't need to be it's like a coach of a sporting team you don't need to have been i don't agree with alan jones's you know political views but alan jones was was a um, coach of the wallabies and coached them to a grand slam win uh, over in the uk and mm-hmm. is, is considered a one of the more iconic coaches over the past 30 40 50 years of the wallabies and he never played for the wallabies i, I think he was a pretty hopeless player but he mm-hmm. was an excellent <laughs> coach and right. so the point is as 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 a um a, a section leader you don't necessarily, and this is one of the pro. This is one of the. This is part of the journey I went through to take on um, my music directorship. But um, as a section leader, you don't have to necessarily be. We certainly don't have to read music. I will always say that reading music is 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 a is a bonus and is a benefit. Yeah. But you don't have to do it, and you don't have to be the best singer in the chorus. Yeah. You have to be a good listener. You have to be proactive and empathetic. Mm-hmm. So that that's your role. Um, uh, so I think it's important that we remember that uh, yeah, being a singer and being a section leader have have slightly different responsibilities. Mm. Um, and then we got Kyle Coote in uh, baritone. He's like uber musical as well. Coil um, and super and just so keen. 
he he loves mm-hmm. VE, loves you know, just loves being part of it, and he's got, you know, he has work commitments that cut into things and stuff, but he always tells us, and you know, that, that's the main thing. I don't mind if you're gonna miss something if I know about it, or you know, um, or if you if if you show that you're absolutely bummed that you're not gonna be able to do that or thing, I'm like, well, that sucks, but you know, we gotta we gotta move on, but that's okay. Yes. Um. And. Um, I think that's a really important yep. point. Is sometimes, sometimes people will will just not have their heart in whatever whatever position they take on, and you know they'll just l- let something go through to the keeper um, all the time. Where, you, but you know you've got someone in the right position. If if they can't do it, as you say, they're really frustrated and disappointed. They can't, yep. and so you know that if they can't do it, there's a there's a good reason. Yes. Because if, if they could do it, they'd find a way to do it. That's yeah. yeah that's uh, that's what you want. And that's what I get from my entire music team. They've got um, Ian Mulholland on the tenor section as well. So he's not very busy because it's him and another and <laughs> Matt Nickel on tenor. Um, <laughs> I, thought you, but, I thought you meant in life. He's retired now. Yeah, he's retired so and maybe, busier so than ever. Some time. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, We've been talking about busier than when he was yeah. um, managing director so, of a mining company and yeah. BHA uh, president. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so he's do- yeah he's doing a lot of work with Rebel Rocky or with Platinum Entertainment. Um, okay, on, like a lot of sort of yeah, just a lot of background stuff with them and oh, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a good time. But yeah, he's like, he was he's like oh, I'm so busy a- now. What is going on? <laughs> Well, ask Mike Donnelly. Of course, he was retired and and um, AMS president, and uh, was uh, yes, very busy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, all the guys care about V and care about the job, and you know, just constantly want us to be the best um, that we can be. And that's yep. all. I, that's all I want. And yeah, and it's just a matter then of communicating any issues that are coming up. Um, and like Angus had a flood of like riser tapes from the, the bases recently and was just really struggling and getting through them and put the word out and Ian Mulholland helped out because um, he nice. can and um, you know th- that kind of thing so it's awesome that's what happens when you've got a constructive team and relationship if you can't get to something you don't feel guilty or bad about it and you know that if you put your hand up people won't accuse you of being slack yep because you've got that constructive relationship. Oh, okay, I know this guy would have done it if he could. He hasn't had a chance. I'll help him out because I know that he's not just going to, on a weekly basis, just offload all his work to me because, mm. you know, he'll do it when he can. So it's, yeah, very important. A couple of other things that occurred to me um, uh, in relation to... Yeah, so my taking on the, the, the MD position with the Clippers, um, my, yeah, my, my first reaction was, was, was a... A polite scoffing no, um, <laughs> because um, I, I my my music reading skills would probably be, a, oh, they're not terrible, but probably two out of ten, two mm-hmm. to three out of ten. Um, so not excellent, but I know what a bass clef and a treble clef is, and a sharp and a flat and all that yep. sort of stuff. But I'm at the every good boy deserves fruit yeah. stage rather than you know reading music off the page yep. like some silly smart people do. Um, <laughs> of whom I'm not at all resentful, um, but um, so I, I I don't have formal music training. Plus, I had no formal or informal to that matter uh, arm waving uh, directing yep. training, and so those kind of understandably the two things that most people go to first um, in in their in their considering whether someone is suitable for uh, uh, qualified for uh, being a music director. But then I, well, having been a, a, a music VP before, I knew of and was very grateful to know of not only the BHS um, music director manual, mm-hmm. and anyone out there who's not oh, aware yeah. of it, get it. It's your Bible. Um, I haven't checked in recent times. BHS has made some things, including convention scores, strangely, available to members of BHS only. And, of course, members yeah, of right. BHA aren't automatically members of BHS, unlike Sweat Adelines yeah. International Region 34. 
Um, so certainly for many years, uh, the BHS Music Director Manual was freely available. If it's not still, just send me an email um, at richard at reeve.com.au and I, I've got it, Ash, you've probably got it as well. Um, or send us a message through the Facebook page and, and we'll just send you a copy. It's it's a, a somewhat substantial PDF document of, I don't know, maybe yeah, 100 pages or something. Yep. Um, but it's excellent. Also, Music Vice President or Music Team Leadership yep. Manual. Um, and that's excellent as well because so many people kind of combine the two and it's so critical to understand that they're different roles. The music director is responsible for the musical product. The music vice president is is a member of the executive um, to whom... so And the music director is accountable to the executive. So it's the music VP's role, both on each sort of the left hand is to hold the MD accountable and the right hand is to facilitate and make sure the MD has all the resources he or she needs to succeed. So they really are similar but certainly different roles. To cut a short story long, what I'm saying is when I reviewed the um, BHS Music Director Manual and it, it laid out the sort of 10, 15 points of what the role is and the sort of person um, that would be suitable for the role. Yep. It also included things like um, history of the barbershop genre, um, uh, uh, communication skills and empathy and organisational skills and all sorts of other things that perhaps partly barbershop specific but also just being a leader of people. Yep. And, and so I started to realise that with my background in barbershop, I had a lot of these things that were not music and arm waving specific, um, and also um, the Clippers. A took me on on the basis that they knew that you know I was a, a basically a director in training, but also were generous enough to um, send me across to Harmony University in, in America to get some specific um, oh, awesome. training from 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 the best. So um, uh, I would yes, yeah, so I would encourage any of you out there who. Um, uh, are looking for an MD. Also, there's a one-pager how to search for an MD sort of <laughs> checklist or guidance, which is actually yeah, invaluable. Awesome. It just gives you some ideas. But whether you're... I, I know that Sweet Ads have excellent education resources. Notwithstanding that, um, I would, without hesitation, uh, commend the BHS Music Director Manual and Music Team Manual uh, to everyone because it's just... Um, Really, the first page of the music director manual is why are you doing this, which is a really important question to answer. Massively important question. (laughs) Ash, yes, why are you doing it? Why am I doing it? That was actually asked to me in my interview, and I was like, oh, because you need a director, right? And they're like, no, no, why are you doing this? What are your reasons for doing it? And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and I, Where to put I, me on the spot? Yeah, I guess I I had those ideas in in my you know in my decision to actually put you in had the for music it. in you. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, I hadn't actually put them in the front of my face to make words with them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you needed your ideas more in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> because there, because you know, the year before I deliberately didn't put an uh, an application in. Um, yeah. Uh, so it was kind of the reasons I put the application in this time was the exactly the opposite reasons of why or the same or almost the same reasons of not putting it in before um, and uh, if I try to say them now I can't remember <laughs> no I do know why but finding the right words is a very hard thing but there's well, for a start, you're a barbershopper. Like, yeah. it, not not just someone who sings barbershop. You are a barbershopper. So, every opportunity to be a leader in that form, you will be, you will be interested in making it. Uh, uh, secondly, you, you, you just you love the culture and you love V. You're very paternal towards VE. So you want to yeah. be a leader there and you want to help t- to help VE, um, realize its 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 potential. Um, and yeah. I think that's that's. Go ahead. You opened your mouth like you had an idea to speak of. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is kind of that where I have always been like last I don't know how long now, but I've always been some sort of leader in the chorus, but never the leader. Um, 
and I and it sort of hit me like, well, why why not? Like, why haven't I made that step? And I, it was just like a kind of like a self belief, kind of you know, I couldn't see myself in that role until I did, yep. Um, yep. and that was kind of the the tipping point, I guess, where I was like, oh, maybe I actually really could do it because I've you know I've had a go at directing here and there and a bit yep. you know in front of the whole um, welcome dinner at one point and. Like the actual waving of hands is is that's something, but actually leading yeah. the chorus, I was like, for someone who's had so much input over the years and has and really cares about whether whether chorus is going to go, there's I sh- if I should just try and get into the main job where that is the decision making kind of thing. It's like that makes a lot of sense, um, and then just having the belief to like that I know that the guys will follow me and they trust me. Mm. And yeah, mm. if I didn't, if I didn't think I had, um, like support from the majority of the chorus, just like the vibe, you know, when I'm out in yeah. front of them, I know that they're yeah. listening to me. I know that they care what I say. So yeah. if I, if I didn't have that, I'm, I probably wouldn't have applied, but I felt that. So yeah, this long winded ab- way of saying it. Yeah. It's absolutely no substitute for the connection um, between uh, between a group and its director, I remember um, one of the one of the things that I, I enjoyed most about directing was being at the front and uh, um, connecting with the guys on the risers and um, and and it sounds sort of cliche, but bringing a piece of music to life, especially mm-hmm. you know, whether it be sort of a straight down the train tracks, you know, um, up where you just enjoy the the the, the rhythm. Or whether it be a you know a ballad, um, uh, like a an Irish lullaby where it's it's really got a lot of meaning, mm-hmm. and I actually really enjoyed you know you know looking at each of the guys on the risers and really just making it so much more than colouring by numbers or just just notes on a page. Um, yeah. It it's a really it's a really powerful position mm-hmm. to be in to to have um, uh, a gut feeling of of what the music can be. And, and helping a group um, uh, um, achieve that and, and, and establish something. Mm. One of the other things that I learned as, as MD uh, was um, the, the, the musical leadership and, and, and um, you know, the education component of um, giving enough but not too much. Yep. Uh, you know, as, I, as I stepped through the, the expectations of um, you know singing and tune and learning the breathing plan and learning notes and words and various other you know and then slightly higher level concepts of dynamics and and diphthongs and various other things um, I wanted to give the guys the tools to succeed um, but when I actually sort of from scratch for it probably been written any number of times but I happened to just write it from a blank sheet of paper mm-hmm. um, I was trying to educate the guys what to listen for when listening to their own riser tape. Yep. So they could send me comments about how they think they went. Um, and it, this is where Laurie, my music VP, was invaluable because I kind of, um, without putting too fine a point on it, kind of vomited on a piece of paper. Yeah. You know, just, it, my, <laughs> my idea, like, you know, I just went brrrr and filled like a full A4 piece of paper of things to, 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 because I wanted to set them up to succeed and I wanted to give them all the information they needed. And from an education perspective, Laurie came back to me and said, hey, I think there's too much information here, <laughs> which yeah. was just invaluable because, it, you know, a lot of these things are bite-sized chunks. And uh, that was a really interesting learning experience for me. Was uh, was basically yeah, give give members um, uh, you know yeah small achievable steps um, yep. uh, and and build on those. It was very interesting. Oh, excuse me, I just <laughs> I had a burp. <laughs> there you go. Very very human of you. Um, and so culturally, mate, where you know where where are you at with with the the other benefit of you with VE is. Because you've been there for so long, you, you know your philosophy fits with with the where 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 are you at? And to, like, do you have um, uh, you know discussions from time to time, or did you have a, a discussion when you started as as MD, or do do you just do you just go and everyone just goes with you? Um. Yeah. No, I didn't actually. Yeah, we just sort of jumped straight into it, and um, uh, yeah, just started singing songs because that. I mean, my my main philosophy for is that like we're always enjoying it 
Um, yeah, so, so critical. That, yeah, so that's my, like, majority of my rehearsal is just measuring the vibe of the guys. Uh-huh. And if we're working a bit hard on something, like, sometimes we need to do it, and I, and I know, and I can see the corner, and I'm like, oh, we just need it a little bit harder, we can get around that corner, yep. and it'll be great. Yep. Um, otherwise, you're just like, okay, cool, let's move on to another song, and just yeah. sing one that we know really well, and smash it out, and ring some chords. And, so um, critical yeah. that you recognise as a music leader when you're getting a bit bogged, and you're okay, listen, we'll pick this up another time, we just have to move on, we're, we're, just, yeah. we're just not going to fix it today, and you just got to accept it. It's just prioritising and triaging. Yeah, um, and, I, and we're, we're constantly finishing a little bit earlier than ever, um, yeah. because like of, of where I'm at, you know, I'm like, I don't have an extra 15 minutes to give at the moment. Like I'm still yeah. trying to work myself out. Um, and if, yeah. so if we went on to something else, it would be very, it would be counterproductive, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, little things like that. Um, but yeah, as far as the actual, where we're at, um, I think it's actually pretty good. We had like a benchmark for everyone for this, for the Western region period for their Hobart songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and as much as like, there's a little bit of, back and forth there which we're still trying to work out with our riser taping system and you know self-feedback and all this kind of stuff that we're we're going to sit down and work out actually tomorrow night at a music team meeting um yeah we're just going to work it all out there and that'll be the end of it um nice <laughs> we so have all the, we'll have all well, the answers in two hours nice um, excellent <laughs> um but we yeah we uh yeah we're just the chorus is and it's kind of at its smallest that I remember it for quite a while. We we're sort of regularly around eighteen guys. Um, okay, wow, like that's, at a, rehearsals. that's a crack troop. Yeah, um, with about I think it's about twenty four ish that it, if it could be max. But um, uh, but the sound is crisp and nice and light. Nice. And um, we had some guys who have been away from the chorus who come back and like said, just mentioning that the chorus is singing in a really nice place. And there's no mm-hmm. no one's forcing anything, and it's just like a nice. real easy to listen sound to, which is credit to a lot of the work that Beck did last year, actually, with all yeah, like because yeah. that was the first six months of the year was just getting into the right place and not over singing and you know yeah. all that um, uh, alignment and whatnot. Um, and yeah, the guys are remembering that, and it yeah, it's just quality sound. And no, I think it's also no one has anywhere to hide with when you've got eighteen guys or whatever. And we actually watched. It's interesting. Yeah, Go ahead. We actually watched um, the festi, the festival statesman's um, uh, Adelaide package. Yeah, the yeah last a couple of weeks ago, and that was one of the comments. I was like, "Man, oh, Leah looked at us, and we're that someone who said we've only got about eighteen guys, and they had about eighteen guys. Yeah, so that, yeah, we're okay. Like they, they, it was like they yeah. immediately stopped worrying, and I was like, yeah, we're it's yeah. fine. Like it's okay. Yeah." Certainly, you know, in in, um, in the past in Australia, we've had um, high scoring large choruses with you know the Blender scoring a an eighty plus uh, in, in on the Gold Coast in um, two thousand and five and in two thousand and one. You had um, the Clippers and Sydney Harmony and the Blenders around that. I think sort of sixty, seventy, eighty mark. Um, mm-hmm. So you, you know we've had some high scoring um, large choruses, but as you say, um, the 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 festies with the high teens um, mm. scored an eighty five in in uh, Adelaide last year. Yep. Um, my understanding is Sound Connection, multiple Australian champion chorus. They've got you know that sort of high teens, low twenties on the rises at the moment, mm-hmm. but singing beautifully and very crisply. So it's it's just one of those you know ebbs and flows. It seems yeah. like um, you know we've we've got a bunch of of um uh, of uh, you know smaller uh, choruses um in, in Australia yeah. at the moment. The um the, Mate. the the what would help with um the numbers wise thing is just like you can get a really good sound out of eighteen guys, but you can get mm. a really smoothly well oiled machine of a of a chapter running with sixty guys. <laughs> you know, yeah, more people do the jobs, and it's not as obvious when one lead is out missing or something. You know, like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? You, you know, some of the larger choruses, um, you know, you, you can have, you know, if, uh, the, the biggest choruses in the world, you could have 18 missing yeah. and you'd have to look twice to even notice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we've got 142 rather than 160 on the risers today. Yeah. It's funny to think about, like, if, we, if I just had double the amount of guys in it, that would only be 36. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Mate, um, time's getting away. So, so what would... What would your um, you know final 
observations or or or, or um, you know parting comments uh, to listeners about your experience. Well, you know, the the things spring to mind as the key observations, learnings, etc. You've had in your few months on the job. Um, I think mine is, um, yeah, it's uh, that that turnaround of thinking. Um, can I lead this chorus? To thinking, I can lead this chorus. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, just changing that perception somehow. I'm not sure exactly when that happened. I don't know if it has happened f- properly yet. Mm. Um, but that, and also realizing the importance of the job. And like Ian Mulholland, yeah. Ian Mulholland says it really well. When you've got eight, you know, even just okay, let's get easy maths. If you've got 20, 20? 20 guys on yeah. the risers for three hours, that's 600 hours. 60 person hours of, of constructive things you 60? have to do. Or the other thing is that I found is... 60. Yeah. You, <laughs> that's yeah. Good Entertainment. <laughs> like, you know, if, if you're at the front of a group for, say, two, whatever, two to three hours, you have to, in inverted commas, entertain them yep. for that. Like, you have to keep their interest. You have to give them things to do. They, they are standing there waiting for you to... By definition, you know, do something or not do something. It's, yeah. You know, it can be. It's it's it is substantial weight on the shoulders. Yeah. Um, the, the 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 main thing for me, I guess, that I would leave people with is, you know, to an extent, statement of the obvious, but sometimes the most fundamental things are, are the most important, and that is, uh, um, play to your strengths, trust your instincts, and. And then naturally be you know actively work towards uh, improving where you need to. Um, mm-hmm. What you know, just a small example. I I had you know a range of things in my head that I wanted to get across to the guys and communicate to them and mentor them through. Um, and I would I would endeavour to hopefully I achieved it. I would endeavour to be uh, relentlessly positive. Um, I, I would try never to chastise the group as a whole mm-hmm. in front of them because that just who, no, yes, you've got to have boundaries, but chastising the group in front of them, in my opinion, just is a downer to everyone. Yep. Um, so, so kind of celebrate being together, uh, but um, but also have boundaries. And I was very grateful for the respect the guys showed me. I, I asked them whenever I was talking, and this statement of the obvious, whenever I was talking, to listen to what I was saying. And I was because mm-hmm. ex- so much of the time, there's there's people. You know, whispering, chatting, oh, yeah, distracted, yeah. whatever. I was very grateful to the guys that, all, invariably, you could have heard a pin drop. They were silence when yeah, I, awesome. you know, I brought the whiteboard out and I'd say, you know, do more of this or less of that, or you know, I was trying to illustrate something, and and they would listen. And it was just, it's just so gratifying. I found it very respectful and and quite humbling and and extremely empowering. Um, that they were listening to what I had to say. So sometimes the the most fundamental things are, are fundamental for a reason because they are the building blocks of what we do. Yeah, I think it's and also to be okay with not everything working. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I guess in some ways you and I are in a in a in inverted commas fortunate position there because we're not graduates from the conservatorium of yeah. music you know who are expected to in inverted commas know everything yeah, we bring we, we we bring strengths to the table and we can start working with those and it gives us the permission to say hey listen i don't know i, <laughs> I that's not what i do it's not yeah. part of it like you can say hey nick can you read bar 35 <laughs> to me because i don't know what's happening there <laughs> yeah. yeah so absolutely Gosh, good on you, mate. Well, that's excellent. Thank you for that, everyone. I thank hope you, you enjoyed. Richard no, 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 no. Thank you, Ashton. No, no, no. Thank um, you. No, 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 no. <laughs> hope everyone enjoyed that um, very intimate fireside chat with Ash Schofield and <laughs> me. Um, as always, if you have uh, topics that you would like us to discuss, or indeed topics that you would like us not to discuss, please send them in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> best wishes, break a leg, and all those things for uh, not only uh, the blokes taking part in regionals over the next few weeks but the ladies taking part in your regionals in about a month's yep. time and um watch this space we'll be uh, excitedly doing a few interviews and various recordings over yep. the next number of weeks as we'll, bo- we'll both be uh, hanging out unfold. at the sunshine region and they're doing a, bu- a lot of stuff there so hopefully that'll be like i remember i don't know if it was last year or the year before i think it was last year yeah 
Uh, I think it was we, last yeah, year. we had some fun uh, at the at the Sunshine times. region there. That was good. <laughs> so yes, um, but, but yeah, watch watch for some more posts about yeah. uh, live from the action um, recordings. So Woo. until then, um, uh, as as we said to kick off the podcast, happy April the eleventh Barbershop Quartet Day to all of you. Um, please celebrate the music and the fellowship and and uh, and the mental health benefits and all those things that we love uh, harmony singing for. Um, keep on singing and uh, we'll talk to you next time bye bye